welcome to another episode of the We Evolve Media Revolution podcast, where we interview hip-hop artists from across Canada and talk about the various shifts in life that led them to where they are today and try and get a better understanding of how to shift our own lives. My name is Jordan Lewis, and this episode features Edmonton, Alberta artist Viconi. One of the things I love about interviewing people in hip-hop is that their entire journey with music typically spans a large portion of their lives. We talk about old and new and often reach topics that were mulled over heavily during an era of life but haven't been referenced since. We take a peek at scars we forgot were there and we reminisce and respect the power of moments unique to the point of space and time at which they occurred. We look at these moments and we open up the possibility of interpretation, a chance to derive meaning for everyone it may be relevant to. A bit of a catch-22, but immediate use does not beg it the benefit of information. One of the things Viconi mentions in this interview is how he got his foot in the door for creating his own visual content. A main driving factor was that he didn't want to go back to a dead-end job. He wanted to work for himself and he wanted it to be relevant to his craft. A huge step forward, I know, this statement is preached a lot, but this is an example of finding benefits in losing things that don't serve you. Too many times we feel stuck or caught up in various elements of life, a job, a relationship, even a conversation. We know that it isn't for us. We know internally that we yearn for more, but those first moves away from whatever it is we don't find fulfilling are absolutely crucial to being the person that you want to be and reaching your true potential. It's almost a trap mindset we place ourselves in by overshadowing the benefit of progress with the fears and anxieties that come with change. Well, I'm here to tell you that you can do it. Whatever it is, you can do it. And if you don't think you can, probably right so stop doing that decide how long you're gonna feel bad about it how much more damage you're willing to let it cause your life and then do something about it maybe the things you need to stop or step away from are family related or otherwise can't entirely be dismissed well step back do yourself a favor take a breath negativity is like a hot pan in the oven the only thing is we haven't found out the perfect analogy for oven mitts yet And that's still TBD as far as human intelligence goes. You can't handle negativity with your bare hands. What are you, crazy? Just as we have professional chefs with cuts and burns, even mental health professionals carry some of their work with them. You deserve to be satisfied. Set goals and don't forget that it takes steps to get anywhere, towards or away. Here we got Viconi. What is up, everybody? I'm here with Viconi of Viconi Visions. How you doing, homie? Hello, hello. How you guys doing? How's everybody? How you feeling? Thank you for joining me today, bro. Of course, man. Thank you for having me. It's good to talk with you. So as I was saying before we actually got on the record, I have heard of you before I even got a chance to speak with you, man. And <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty cool. You might not know how cool it is because apparently this is the first time you heard of somebody caring of you in that regard. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I'm just flattered. I didn't expect you to say that. So, Oh, dude. Well, 
So you, where your work started, where your origins with hip hop start, is it, is it with your video editing or does it go beyond that? Because my history with you, my beginnings with you start with Baconi Vision. That's dope, man. That's cool. I get a, uh, I've had a few people hit me up and say that they've heard of me be, uh, like due to my video stuff Isn't prior, that crazy, prior man? to finding out that I did music. Yeah. It's cool. Right? So you get that link so easily. Where, where did you start though? First and foremost, like where, where, where? In your current like day to day, does your history start? Uh, music, man. Like for first and music. foremost, it's it's always gonna be music. Like that's actually like that's like why I do what I do it, at the end of the day. You know, growing up being a kid, um, hip hop was like my biggest, like my everything. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah, music for sure. I'm an artist first, like. I'm a rapper first before You're anything a else. Who a rapper, you on rap? melodic, all that shit. Um, who started me? Yeah. Who inspired um, you to get into the game? Oh, uh, that's tough, man. Cause like, wait, was it? Was it? Is this like a? Are you trying to go back right now? Or are you trying to think of like recent inspirations? Because I understand when it where it gets tough when you try and think of who originally inspired you. Because there's a lot of history in that regard, especially with someone who's been in the game for a while. Yeah, uh, I guess like if I had to go like back back, it would have been like you know like Eminem, Fifty Cent, um, like the game shit like that, like all the. Oh, sorry. Can I cuss? Oh, dude, cuss as much as you okay, want. Okay, my bad. Cuss, cuss more, even. Yeah, no, that's cool. <laughs> no, I just wasn't sure. Um, and when I ask, I don't mean who got you, like, into, like, rap, like, hip-hop in general. I mean, like, who got you inspired to, like, put out your own shit? Like, who are you vibing off of when, like, Viconi originally released himself? Oh, um, oh, I would say still just everything I was listening to. Like, there wasn't an actual person I met in real life that was, oh, like... Oh, dude, that's fair, yeah. Yeah, no, it was probably still just based off of being a fan of music it was never like there wasn't like anybody that like i met in person that was like yo you should you should do this shit like i just kind of just started doing it myself i started writing first and my uh my funniest thing was when i first started like rapping like out loud i didn't realize i was off beat and i actually like had to like learn how to rap properly but i always wrote so much lyrics right when i was like a kid and then um yeah and then I went How to. How long do you uh, think you wrapped off beat before you realized it? It was. It was. Uh, it was two. Tr- it was the first track I ever recorded professionally. And you put it like, out off beat. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. yeah, yeah. Like I was like, that was that was a minute ago now. Like a, that was probably like that was like probably like three years ago now, maybe more. But like I always just like did like the little remixes in my bedroom, and like I did like I started recording in my bedroom. But then I went to an actual studio one time, thinking I was about to kill shit and i was just like what like something sounds off and i didn't know what it was and then finally my producer was like bro you're off beat oh shit and i was like and i didn't like know what that meant at first and i it drove me crazy i was like what like what do you mean i just did well, i was like if what you the could, fuck if you could describe saying? If you could describe what that means to me right now, how, how would you describe being offbeat? If you could, like, because I don't know what that means either, but I, I uh, understand it. I, I understand it, but I don't know how to describe it. Okay, a lot of rappers have this problem in the beginning. Like, a lot of rappers. Oh, and that's the, that's yeah, the thing. I understand so, that for sure. So, like, if, if, like, the best way to put it is, like, just not having rhythm. Like, we are literally offbeat. The best way to put it is, like, I didn't, you don't hear it in the beginning, in the beginning, because you're a novice and you're just, like like you you just attack the beat any type of way but you don't focus on like the actual beat itself you know you're not in rhythm like with what's happening think of blue but are face you feeling it 
you're feeling what you're saying for sure. You're I was, I was okay. intense, bro. I was intense. I was like, man, this shit's so hard. And yeah. a few people told me that like, yo, the lyrics are there, but you need to like, <laughs> and then that's, and then I, 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 I made sure that would never happen again. So I just, I just figured it out. I was like, okay, I just did some research, like how to actually rap, like with rhythm and shit. And it was after that one session in the actual studio, it never happened again. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying before you, before you went into an actual studio and put yourself out there and learned you were off, but you were doing it all yourself oh yeah 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 i mean like i think um i speak for a lot of people when you could just say you know shout out youtube (laughs) (laughs) oh for sure you know what i mean like uh just watching tutorials and stuff like that like i went and downloaded a logic pro 10 i bought like a laptop you know i had a a little mic a little acoustic shield you know i thought i was i thought i was i thought i was set but uh but then yeah my i just like i didn't know how to mix properly or how to master properly and i just don't have the patience i didn't have the patience so to like sit there and like for real like learn this shit and i didn't want to become dr dre i just wanted to get in there and start like having my stuff sound good right away so i just found out where all the studios were and started asking questions about who's putting up the hottest records in the city and stuff okay that makes sense so you were heavily focused kind of like on your main facets and letting other people maybe handle that other stuff in the backdrop what are your main kind of like go-to's these days uh like honestly i'm it's i'm probably one of the more like annoying clients an engineer can get um but, bro, I, I, try client, be, I try not to yeah like i try not to no, be sorry i was gonna say you're a client and you're you're a business owner so you know both sides of the scale no exactly exactly like when yeah so i'm, I'm i get the whole specification thing for sure like um like whenever I take something to an engineer, I will definitely like dial in on it probably more than like the average person. And I don't mean to say that in like an egotistical way. I just with usually when I get like my mix sent back to me, unless they just absolutely nail it, I usually write out like a little thing of instructions. Like at this part, I want this to kind of have this effect or I want this to kind of sound like this, da, 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 et cetera. And then, um, yeah, usually whenever I get a song back, uh, usually the first mix doesn't cut it. And I'll usually be like, yo, can you change? change this and this and then we're good to go let's talk about the people that you're working with that have been heavily involved in like working with you easily in that regard because that's what we're trying to ha- put the spotlight on in this interview as well because it, it's so hard to find people who will do those revisions and be like you know what i'm listening to the artist i'm i'm providing you a service you know oh, what I, I mean absolutely man you gotta you gotta you gotta like the engineers don't get enough recognition and like they never you, can man oh man it's it's crazy it's crazy um but like a hundred percent i want to shout out um nbf entertainment and atreus xo uh so the head engineer at nbf that's christian ari that dude's my brother i've known him for a minute he's like i went to one other studio one time and that was the one where i was off beat but the mix wasn't good anyway so i never went back but then i went to i went to christian ari and i basically owe that dude for like teaching me how to like like i figured out how to rap on beat and stuff but he's the one who taught me actually how to find like my voice and stuff because he was so patient with me and he knew i was green going into the booth that it was like only 
only my second time. And from there on, I just kept going there and there and oh, there. Damn. And he was like, this guy basically like, he basically developed me as an artist and was like, yo, this is what I think is your best sound and you should keep, you know. Well, he, he didn't tell me what I should and shouldn't do. And then I went to Atreus. Yeah. Um, I still go to NBF, but like Atreus is also amazing. Graham is a, he's a legend. He's got his audio engineer degree from Pixel Blue College or University in, in Edmonton. And uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's wild, man. He can do some amazing things with sound. I usually go to him for my melodic stuff. That's crazy. So you've got a couple producers for depending on what your type of project is. Ab- yeah, absolutely. Because certain engineers are better at nailing certain sounds, I find. Oh, 100%, man. That's wild. That's crazy. So how long after you uh, put in this? Actually, let, let's timestamp this. When was that first time that you put your music out to a studio and that you had that feedback that you're, you were offbeat? Just to timestamp it. Oh, damn. Oh, Five, six, two, three years ago? I'd say I'm not 100%, so I would just say around three years ago, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that that's probably like what it would, three, maybe four years. Yeah, and how has your style changed since you received that information? Was was actually, here's a good question, was that the hardest hitting information you've ever had to hear? Because I feel like hearing, especially if I was convinced I was on beat and then hearing someone tell you you were off beat and then realizing, oh, fuck, I was off beat, that would be some pretty heavy hitting information. So was that like the hardest information in your career that changed shit? Or? No, it was the greatest information I ever learned. Ever. It's the greatest. Oh, bro, it was the best because I, I knew that there was something weird with my music. Like I, I noticed there was Why? Like, How did you know? I just I don't know. Like when you're when you're a rapper and you're rapping off beat, it's like you know that there's something about your music that's trash. You just like don't want to admit it. Trash. And like, yeah, like you don't want to admit it because like it could sound good still, but if it's off beat, you know something's not right. You just don't know what it is. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like it's like if you're playing the piano, you might think it sounds dope, but if you're not an actual piano player, you could just be clunking different notes together and it's like dun, dun, and you, just, you know what I mean? And then you think yeah, you're Mozart, but you're really just like looking like a nutcase. So like, what a fucking trip. Yeah. So do you listen, do you listen to that old stuff and do you recognize what was off or like, uh, no, I don't listen. To, I don't listen to any of that, but like, yes, I, I definitely recognize it. Like I said, it was just like, it was just more so like me, you know, the just difference. in my bedroom, just trying to learn how to like, kind of use my rap voice more than anything. And then I took it to the studio one time. And like I said, it was one time and, That's fucking and i dope, heard it was bro. not yeah i heard it was offbeat and i was like uh i was like okay no never again and then i just figured it out and that never happened again so you first and foremost are a vocalist yeah definitely when do you find the time to write bro because i hear you're busy with other endeavors um it definitely is it definitely has changed now like a lot before why has um, it changed now uh, honestly because when i started out like i'm gonna be an artist like i want to be a rapper like a you like create yeah like i wanted to do that like i still i still do that but the the craziest thing is the best way i can put it is i think it was jay cole who said something along the lines of like like you need to um he needs to like go do something to like be able to create more in terms of like yeah yeah in terms of like lyrics and stuff like that so i feel like yeah whenever i'm doing all my 
video stuff like you said and like i'm i, I got all my other endeavors going on it it's like i can't I, I don't have to i can't yeah and like i just and plus when things are going good like really good it's kind of harder for me to write music i find like i like if i'm just on the move and i'm just making money and i'm just like doing videos for my people i'm just like it's it's i can write some lit shit like let's turn up type vibes but it's hard to like sit there focus and just it. like focus on like how what do i even write about half the time God damn. so so i i I'm almost thankful whenever something crazy happens comes my way. Whenever something bad happens, I'm almost kind of like it. Like inspires me again to like sit my ass down and like write a bunch of music. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. it's it's strange. Like, def- there's definitely times still. Like, like if I'm in a really good mood, for sure, I'll like sit down and write out like a bunch of bangers and stuff. But that's usually what they are. They're never usually a track where like it's like you could like feel something from it because I'm kind of just like in a super dope mood. So I'm just trying to yeah. write some shit for people to wild out to, you know? See, this is this is that gift and a curse type shit. It's yeah, man. You know you want to give yourself the time to do it, but when you have the time to do it, you're not inspired. And you're most inspired when you don't have the time to do it. It's so crazy. It's so nuts because so I've had people say to me, I've had people say to me, they're like, dude, like, are you sure you still want? to do this shit and i'm just like yo like yeah because there's like that's exactly the thing there will be sometimes where i feel like unmotivated as fuck and i'm like yo i'm just i'm just doing my video shit right now like i can't even i'm not even trying to do this music shit right now and that's when it'll hit me it'll be like it'll literally be like two hours later that night like last night for example actually last night out of nowhere yeah. i just wrote a full song in like yeah. 30 30 minutes just because i was just like it just hit me i just heard a beat and i'm like yo that's it you coughed the beat where'd you find the beat uh usually from my producers uh shout out this lp productions one, oh this specific one yeah i was just it, i just got a notification on youtube it was just oh, like a ra- hey. it was just like a random youtube beat and i was just like hey, it works this is fire. sometimes that's crazy a hundred percent and like but yeah and that's why i find that i still like need this to like I don't know like I still make music because I I feel like I need to like if I if I don't it's I don't know it's it's like a therapy to me right so yo and I gotta say something in that regard is it's such a trip because I forget that myself as well because creating is such a passion and you don't understand how creating feels until you're actually in that element of creating but then when you see what you kind of can get inspired by seeing other people creating as well. Yeah. And like, honestly, I've heard this before and I'm going to say it. There's going to be a lot of people mad. I say this, but like, um, I think in a way COVID was kind of something that like, I think might've been good for like artists, at least for the creative side, not like saying that COVID's a good thing, but like, because people get like isolated, I get that. Like a lot of people are getting depressed and I'm not, and I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not like putting that, putting those people down at all, but there's a lot of people that like, if you're stuck in this like headspace and you're, and you're mentally and physically stuck somewhere, the only thing a creative person can do event over that time is eventually something beautiful is going to come out of that. I find and that's why I feel a lot of these people don't have that outlet. They have nothing else to turn to, and they don't, they don't even know to look for other people that have that outlet. And that's why what we're trying to do here is provide that shit. Yo, we're gonna we're at the twenty minute mark. We'll take a quick little segment here, eh? All right. We're gonna take a quick break and listen to Viconi's track titled "No Effort" featuring Young Hosko too. Enjoy.
yeah, yeah. No effort, everything I do lit. Posted up with models, popping bottles up in Ruth Chris. No effort, I be on the next wave. I can see through fakes, kinda like my vision X ray. No effort, whipping up the quick cash. Shorty brought a friend, and you know she got a thick ass. No effort, bitch, I do the utmost. Y'all committing suicide, the game is fucking cutthroat. Bitch, I do the most in the gold if we talking risk. You could never jump the moat, you a ghost in your silent crib. I don't own a rose of ruler, you got AP on my wrist. How ironic because I could have your lady on this shit is fucking easy, I'm a monster, best believe me And I'm only getting spotted, I'm a problem through weekly My life jump off the page, bitch, I've been a renegade You know I had to flip the script, I'm a menace to my grave For Coney with the shit, I leave you muzzled You can't hear a muffle, you in trouble Claim you get the bag, you know I get the duffel Backing up, I'm with the muzzle Leaving all your feathers ruffled out for Bravo Motherfuckers, V.I.C. Hit a crush No effort, everything I do lit Posted up with models, popping bottles up in Ruth Chris No effort, I be on the next wave I can see through fakes, kinda like my vision x-ray No effort, whipping up the quick cash Shorty brought a friend, and you know she got a thick ass No effort, bitch I do the utmost Y'all committing suicide, the game is fucking cutthroat No effort, I'm what you wanna call pressure Big stepper, what's clever, I'm just much better Best ever, trendsetter, homewrecker Best dresser, money getter I'm, I'm, I'm a problem, I'm a nuisance I've been doing this ruthless I've been going so stupid, turn a castle into ruins I'm the hardest with the music going Harden with my shooting, hit the throttle with my unit. I ain't guilty till it's proven. No pressure. I'm the fucking gold man. Couldn't ride my wave if you had a fucking boat, man. No one better. Turn you to a ghost, man. Get this fucking money. Ain't no time for no romance. No effort. Everything I do lit. Posted up with models, popping bottles up in Ruth Chris. No effort. I be on the next wave. I can see through fakes, kinda like my vision X-ray. No effort. Whipping up the quick cash. Shorty brought a friend, and you know she got a thick ass. No. Effort. Bitch, I do the utmost. Y'all committing suicide. The game is fucking cutthroat. What is up, everybody? We are back with Vaconi. Vaconi, how are you doing? I am fantastic, my brother. How are you? Fantastic, fantastic. I'm feeling likewise, man. I want to know, where did you start putting yourself like out there in terms of like per- professionally and what you do to this day? From a business perspective. From a business like, perspective? This is like fight or flight right now. Um, I'd say that really, really kicked in two years ago. Two years two ago, years. for sure. Yeah, because I like... More so on the business side, that's when I was like, yeah, this fight or flight. I mean, musically, I think I'm just... Was it fight or flight? Yeah, honestly, it was because I was working, you know, various bullshit dead-end jobs. And I was like, yeah, I don't really want to... I don't want to do this shit no more. And I I went... Basically, what happened is I was working this one job and then the job itself got shut down. They, like, it just ended. So they, like, were like, all right. And they laid me off. And when they laid me off... They gave me like a dope ass severance package. And, oh shit. And with that, I invested that money into my like video gear and all of that. And then no way. Yeah. And then I once I did that, the time was coming around where I was like starting to get back low on money a little while later when that money was running out. And I was just like, yo, honestly, I don't wanna like go back to, to doing that shit. I just wanna like work for myself and be my own boss. 
and stuff like that so and now and the reason i bought that stuff in the beginning the all the video stuff is actually not just because i wanted to be a a music video director i like i i I always loved film and cinema and all of that growing up too but like i i just wanted to um i wanted to do my own videos actually because it's so video music videos are expensive bro like especially for other other people crazy expensive yeah yeah so I did that and I just like got, I just bought my own stuff because I'm like, okay, I'm about to do this shit myself. But then the funny thing was, I was like, wait, who's supposed to film me with my own gear that doesn't have <laughs> the same eye as me? So then hey. I was like, fuck, I have all this stuff. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'll just start doing videos for people. So I did a bunch of free ones and then I did a bunch of ones that really low rates. And then I just kept going further and further and further and further. And now I charge the rate I do. And that's sick dude yeah, so yeah. Was, that, was that was that two years ago that you were saying where you started this shit or was that before that uh so like i worked that job and the then i got shit. i got uh yeah yeah in and out in and out like two years ago probably yeah okay okay yeah that's wild bro yeah <laughs> that's so cool Thank you, man. man yeah it kind of was an accident you know <laughs> yeah wow dude but i love it like there's there's nothing that brings me like i think uh you know i it's just happy that i stumbled i'm or i'm happy that i stumbled upon that just like like i said it, it was all just in the beginning i thought i was doing it just to like save money and here it turned out that that was like the smartest investment i ever made and uh and it's my like it's literally my favorite thing to do when i'm not making music so that's why it's so sick they go hand in hand because i always told people if i ever like maybe with like filming and editing like that's cool too but like just that aspect of it because like i always told people if i never got into making music i probably would have wanted to be an actor because i just like both of those kind of aspects i think they're both cool that's crazy man so as it stands essentially you're in your craft right now yes man i'm in my motherfucking craft and i'm happy right and now. you're happy and i hear you're fucking busy as fuck dude i am busy as fuck right now <laughs> how does that feel though because you're you're doing what you love you're crowded with work but you also want to focus on your own tunage so how does that feel being like involved in like it, i know the two worlds overlap but there's got to be some takeaway when you focus on one or the other right um so i got like plans in the world for that like low-key like i've been like oh you got a schedule yeah like i've been doing well, some investment you? stuff like i'm i'm getting involved in, yeah okay, let's like, talk let's talk i'm involved in like some real estate work right now that i'm getting into and uh, oh okay so you're hustling outside yeah of yeah so i'm trying to do like i'm trying to do a bunch of different right now you know what i mean so like i yeah i'm investing in like the real estate game and stuff like that so i'm trying to have like that like uh like money money on the side aside from like money from doing video shit and then um the ultimate goal is that i can you know build up what i'm doing so much that i can eventually like hire employees and like have like a straight up like whole thing going on and then i can and then i can kick my feet up like a like a fucking you know boss man does and like just like work on my music you know what i mean like an executive bro yeah so where does this, where does this inspiration to invest into uh, real estate come from? Is it hip hop related, or is this just like money moves? Um, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I read a lot. Um, I read a lot of uh, I read a lot of books about like just like you know uh, how to be like your best self and stuff like that and uh, and I also listen to like podcasts sometimes and somewhat so I'd say that my two biggest inspirations for like wanting to do more with money than just like get it and spend it and like start like investing and like like actually focusing on like a a, a 
broader scale of like what I could do is would be uh, 50 Cent, honestly, and Jocko Willink. Those two guys are crazy. I don't know. You know who Jocko Willink is? Off the top, I cannot say. Should I? Yeah, man. He, okay, so he's like this dude. He's like a retired. He's like he's like a retired SEAL Team Six leader. Like this guy's hard <laughs> as fuck. This guy's hardcore. Jo- and he, yeah, Jocko and he, Willink. Yeah, and he has a, and he has a podcast, and he's like yeah. he's been through the shit. Like you know the movie like American Sniper. Uh, yeah, with Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Brad the, the that guy in real life. This guy yeah. Jocko Willink was that dude's commander. No shit. Yeah, he, he was his commanding officer, and I'm like. That's fuck- and this guy just has a caught podcast and he just talks about like life advice and shit and like what you could be doing and stuff so how often are you you keyed into this podcast all the time now because i'm just like the first few i was just like oh he like says some real ass shit and then and then i just kept listening to him and then he just talked a lot about like um investing in real estate and stuff and i'm like yo like that's actually smart i don't know why i haven't done that and then uh and then 50 cent 50 cent is a business mogul that's like what he's known for aside from his music this guy's got yeah his, he's got a lot of irons and a lot of different fires like this guy has like vitamin water uh like probably like three different brands of alcohols he's got uh, his own brand of headphones he's got you know what i mean like this guy's a straight-up entrepreneur so uh i want to i want to be one of those guys eventually straight okay so uh, viconia is a brand you don't you don't want to be identified as anything in particular you would rather branch out into a little bit of everything it's tough man no no because at the end of the day like no nah, i still want to be like at the end of the day i still want to have like i want to be on like the mount rushmore of hip-hop artists as well whether hey. whether that's going to oh, happen or yeah. whether that's going to happen or not i'm just but saying that's always going to be the goal yeah still still that's like uh, of course that's for sure like that's what's up <laughs> so i guess it in that regard, my main question is because a lot of people hold that as like the main focus, whereas you kind of like are are not necessarily focused on, but your your brand is diversifying and making sure you have multiple facets. Whereas a lot of people are like, all right, I got this one goal and that's going to be my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I think for a lot of people, if you really like, and I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Obviously, there's days where I know for a fact I could have worked harder than I should have, and I feel like everybody gets like that. But at the end of the day, if like if you say everybody says like, yeah, I just want to be my own boss and stuff like that, like, and that's all good. But if you really believe it, you got to realize that you actually have to work twice as hard than you work at like a normal job if you actually want to be your own boss because you don't have like a schedule. To follow or like you don't have like like someone telling you what to do so you need like a lot more self-discipline i think that's brilliant and i think that's another i think we should segue into a different like kind of conversation here right now is that what what does it take to not only start as your own boss but to acknowledge what it takes to be your own boss overcoming the fear of not knowing what's about to happen and just diving into it head first head first you just put yourself out there like like when i wasn't really sure like what was about to about to go down in any circumstance i just realized it's like the best example i can put is like when i was going to do my first show and when i was on stage i always dreamed of me myself being on a stage as like a kid and then when i went on a stage bro i before it happened i almost backed out because i was just like yo this is so fucking gut wrenching like this year this is like yeah it's like so intense like you got so many people watching you but then you get Get up there and that all goes away like once you, it's the build-up that scares people but once you actually just fucking once you hashtag shia labeouf just do it like shit goes <laughs> shit gets crazy <laughs> yeah, like, you, you know what i mean like 
real. You know? What got you into your first show? How long were you a rapper before your first show? And then who, who signed you up for your first show? Uh, the first show, uh, my first, tech, technically the first time I was on stage, it wasn't actually my show. I was a feature artist, but it's so funny. Me and my, like, all me and my homies, like, we're all on a lot of each other's tracks. So, for sure. so half the time, whenever there is a show in general, we all just keep coming on and off stage because whenever we have separate sets, we're all in each other's songs. So we just keep, like, rotating Fucking on and off stage. Bro. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a hilarious but like that was the first time yeah it was a uh, double v uh he had a he had a track and i uh, he was on had a set or whatever and i was on one of his tracks so i hopped up on stage and, and we just turned up and i remember i was nervous when they went to hand me the microphone like my hand was like you could probably find it on a video or something like my hand like didn't stop moving when i went to reach for the microphone Yo. i was like i was like shaking it was hilarious that's fucking sick but it was sick and then i've done I, I don't even know, man. Like, I, I don't even know how many shows I've done now, but I've done a lot. And every time it's just so fun. Is it fun to reminisce on that first time? Yeah, because people are just like, it's just fun because every time, like, I talk to my homies about it, they're always, every time they're like, yeah, I remember seeing you and you were just like, you looked like you were just shaking. But then, like, when I actually went to go on, I remember, I, I remember I was nervous and I didn't want to seem like, I didn't want to seem weird and I didn't want to look like I was nervous. So as soon as I actually grabbed the microphone, I just remember I yelled as loud as I could. I was like, what the fuck is up? <laughs> and everybody was just going nuts. So it was funny. So, yeah. That's fucking dope, bro. Yeah, it was current. What, was Double V related to like the scene in terms of having shows already, or was this like a beginning for both of you guys? Uh, I think he did a few more before I did, but we okay. were still both like I think we were still both fairly new to the whole doing shows aspect of things. What I heard from uh, Haas Kotu, young Haas Kotu, was that you guys did Bohemia for your second show, his first show. And I forgot who he said set it up, but that was my first uh, reference. Who for set that. it up was probably it was uh, A A Ron Productions. Oh yeah, A A Ron. Yeah. A A Ron. A A Ron. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Sit your ass down, A A Ron. Maybe yeah. we shouldn't talk too much about the links. We should get back into your more your uh, your current and future music since we're running on time here. But uh, what what have you got in the works? Okay, so right now I have a bunch of stuff on the way, a lot of projects, a lot of stuff. Basically right now, though, um, the goal in the long term, and I'm going to say this for anybody who asks, the goal in the long term, obviously, is to drop like albums, EPs, all of that. But when you're an artist coming out, I, I think the smartest move in general is just to drop a single with a music video every time until you get that recognition where your albums get the full attention they deserve. So I'm just going to keep dropping music videos with singles. The next one coming up is called Dark Knight. And uh, I got this crazy hook on it from this cat named Faro. And it's produced by uh, um, Sky. And it, yeah, that, that track's going to be nuts. And we're, uh, it's, the video itself is going to like emulate like a Batman movie. Low key. It's going to be crazy. Oh yeah. It's going to be sick. Like there's going to be like, there's going to be like drone shots of me like skirting around the city in like a blacked out whip. That's crazy. Let's talk about the difference between a, a, like a regular ass music video and something that actually takes like oh, man I'm, I'm asking you something that's impossible to talk about to be honest because it's something that takes like time and craft and character but like 
What do you think is the difference between putting out something and putting out something? I think just being your, just being yourself, like lit, quite literally. Like if you, I think you, you need to make what like you envision in your brain. Like if you actually have an idea, you should find a way to make that possible and try to not take shortcuts if you can help it. Like I know that's really tough, but like I also have another video coming out where um, I don't want to like say too much about it yet, but basically it's going to be like some shit where it's like it's like it's about this girl who's like depressed and she's about to like do some crazy shit to herself and there's a dude in the video trying to tell her to stop but then like at the end of the video you ah, it's got a big twist i can't even i don't want to say too much but it's just like it's nuts and i think but like it's kind of like that whole joiner lucas style you know what i mean like where the it's like have you seen Joiner's videos? Yeah. Okay, so you know how it's like... I'm vibing like, with this conversation, yeah, man. I love you know, it. You know how there's like a character, like, speak, there's like a character speaking, but it's Joiner's voice? Yeah. It's like Joiner's voice, but it's like just a, it's just like an actor, and it's rapping, sure. but it's his voice still. I, I wanna, I'm doing some shit like that, too. And I just... I think the thing that makes or breaks a video, like, I I, th- I did a video called Work with Double V. That video is a complete... That, that track's a banger, and that video is hard, but, like, I wouldn't say that there was anything super, like, different about it but that's why as of like this next coming video and every video after that i'm taking a complete creative control because i don't want to just put videos out just to have videos out anymore i want to make like movies and i want to make people think twice whenever they watch something yes so i don't know i think that i think that's the best way honestly is just to be be yourself literally like whenever you write a song what do you imagine in your actual fucking head when you write that song because i know for a fact it's not just every time it's just you with like a lamp and then like some Bro, like you know you and flash gang are on some fucking shit man because Ooh. that is flash gang fucking word bro thank you man yeah shout out flash gang shout out flash gang for sure that's the that's the man them right there that's the homies that's the circle yo vaconi i appreciate you for this time man we're running into overtime right now but is there anything you want to say for the sign off to anybody who might be listening right now um yeah i just want to say thanks to everybody who who uh keeps up with what i'm doing and um shout out everybody who uh you know, is out there grinding, trying to get what's rightfully theirs and keep creating. Don't let this COVID shit get you down. Um, you know, go make some money. And that's uh, the word, bro. Yeah. Also, real quick, I want to shout out Cadence. That's K-A-D-N-S. They're a clothing company in Edmonton. They're killing shit right now. And they've helped me out a lot. And also shout out Irish Sounds Like This. Her name's Katie and she's Irish and she's huge on TikTok. And we also have um, Flash Gang is going to be doing an in-person interview with her when this COVID shit's over. That's word, bro. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today, man. I really appreciate you taking this time and giving us all the insider information. Thank you, man. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Of course, brother. You take care, eh? All right. Hey, peace. Peace. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. That was Vaconi. If you want to learn a little bit more about him, head on down to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash Vaconi. That's a V-I-C-O-N-I. And up next, we've got a track titled Work by Vaconi featuring Double V. I hope you enjoy and take care until the next episode. Easy.